Welcome to episode seven of the Jungle Podcast. I'm your uh, your host, John. You guys know Jeff as well. Uh, we're shooting a Friday show uh, with the NFL release uh, last night at TV Eastern Time. Um, we wanted to obviously cover a lot of that content, so I thought it might be better to, to wait. Uh, but but glad we're back. Uh, welcome to the show again, Jeff. Yeah, man. Good to see you. Um, excited to talk the schedule. Some um, interesting things, I obviously – with that, especially with the new playoff formats to, to, to come into play. But um, that'll be good to talk about. Yeah, man. I, I think we'll get a lot out of that. And that's going to be a lot of the – a lot of the show, I think, is going to be, you know, obviously around the NFL schedule. Um, we also have some different predictions um, for a half of the league, and we'll do our other set of predictions uh, during the Monday show. Yeah. Uh, but not, not time for that yet. Um, I guess, Jeff, you want to kick us off with some, some news and notes from the week? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, have, I have a couple. Um, one I thought was pretty interesting. So in Utah, there was a five-year-old who I guess said that he wanted to get a Lamborghini and his mom wouldn't let him. So he stole his dad's car and got pulled over driving to California. And when the oh. cop pulled him over, he said, I'm on my way to buy a Lamborghini. They, yeah, they so. said the cop saw him driving erratically and like, <laughs> yeah. pulled him over thinking he was like a drunk driver. Or they, the cop, I think, said... Uh, they thought he like it was like a you know someone was like being like being pregnant or like they're rushing to the hospital. Right, right. I saw it's hilarious. I think it's amazing. Like big ups to that five year old. If we had a kudos to give out this week, I think it would, I think it would go to him. Um, even though we, we we did that on Monday, but that but that is awesome. It's amazing that he could even move the car or figure out how to get it out of park. I I don't think I like. I mean, I don't even remember what I was doing when I was five, but I, I don't think that I could could have gotten behind the wheel and made it out of the driveway. I think I just had my training wheels taken off my bike. <laughs> yeah, <You> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We were getting ready for that, and this kid's, this kid's rolling down the highway, going to a different state. He was in Utah, and he had plans to go to a different state. I think it's pretty awesome. I think that's also like a parenting moment. Like, maybe you should – keep a closer eye on that guy. That's true. <laughs> that's the fact true. that they didn't even get a call from, like, the parents and that, you know, that's how it was figured out. The fact that, it, you know, you got pulled on the highway, kind of scary. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Ridiculous. That's a good point. Yeah. What about you? That's a good one. Um, so I had two. Um, the first one um, was the Earl Thomas news. Uh, Earl Thomas, famous safety, you know, I think he's like a six-time pro bowler. Now he's on the Ravens. He, he was in the Legion of Boom back on the Seahawks defenses. Um, He played at University of Texas, and I guess he spends his time in Austin now. Um, Did you see the story involving him and his wife this weekend? His wife, right? She held a gun to his head, right? He left. She checked his Snapchat, found his location, shows up. He's with his brother at an Airbnb, and they were in bed with, like, a group of women. Um, and she like flipped out obviously and apparently put a gun to his head and, uh, was threatening him. So that was some, uh, some pretty big news close to home here. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other big one I had was the, the Korean baseball league KBO, um, started off this week and I saw, I caught one game between LG and Doosan, um, all the different, uh, teams in the KBO, they're named after companies. So there's like I, I saw that I saw like the Samsung Flames or something I don't remember what they what they were but I was like wait a minute so they're named after the company yeah. and it's it reminds you of how many like huge electronic South Korean firms there are yeah the best of the the like the New York Yankees so let me give you a quick breakdown of how the KBO works and 
Okay. Um, I was doing some texting. I think we were going to do like some kind of random team assignment. If you're interested, Jeff, and in, in being a part of it, um, to to put a little uh, wager on the league yeah. this year. Yeah. But um, so it's 10, uh, 10 teams. They founded the league in 1982. Started with six teams. They're up to 10 now. Um, the Kia Tigers, named after the Kia uh, Motors, that's your New York Yankees. And uh, there's been some legit names like Julio Franco um, was a big name that came, played in the KBO. Uh, Eric Thames, who or Thames, who uh, had some good years with Milwaukee, came out of there. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, I thought that was interesting. Nice to see some live baseball. They didn't have fans. Cool. They had cheerleaders. So uh, it was it was cool to see. That is cool. You know, you know what? Just just bouncing off of that, it's good to see Kia getting some love because they do not get love over here in Cincinnati, or I'm not I should say <laughs> in the United States. They don't get love. It would, like, even if you see a Kia car, it's like, oh, that's a good-looking car. But then for some reason, if you see the Kia name on it, it's like, ah. I know. Yeah. You know the, what I mean? The NBA is, like, their thing, right? Yeah. But yeah. I agree. And I feel like they can – you know, you can always change it with enough time. But I feel the same way. Sometimes you see them, and you're like, man, that looks like a nice car. Then you see them, car. and it's a Kia, and you're like, eh. Yeah. I mean, they, they have – they, they put out that brand-new SUV. It's a really, really cool-looking car. But I, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Um. Yeah, well, that's good. So it's, it's good to see baseball back. Um, I think that's, you know, hopefully that will come to the States here soon. Um, I know you heard some rumblings of teams. No, I think we talked about it, of a camp starting up next month. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah so let's so hope. It's all the works. Apparently it's going to be in home stadiums. Um, I think, like, cities like Cincinnati are thinking, well, shoot, like, if we're going to have games, like, wouldn't we want it to happen here? Yeah. You know, because yeah. the way they're talking about it, it looks like there might be fans involved, but – I think it's just too early. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Well, that's good. So that's, that's something to watch on TV sports wise. And then another thing, you know, I'm a huge fan of um, mixed martial arts. The UFC is finally coming back. Oh, yeah. um, UFC, UFC 249. It's not the headliner that we all wanted with Khabib versus Ferguson. Everyone wanted that, but I believe Khabib is um, in Russia and he wasn't able to get out of it. I mean, he went home during this whole yeah. thing. I don't, I don't think you can blame him. Everyone's back in Dagestan. Yeah, he's back in Dagestan. Everyone kind of, like, yeah. got mad at him for doing that, but it was also like, well, they're telling everyone to go home. Right. And he didn't know what was going to be going on. So he's gone. So now now Ferguson's fighting Justin Gaethje for the interim title, um, which is a really good fight at 155. It's a really, really stacked card. Below that, um, you got the, uh, what is it, the Bantamweight title with Dominic Cruz challenging Henry Cejudo. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's – Henry Cejudo is the only guy. He won a gold medal in the Olympics, and now he, and he has two titles with the UFC. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I saw Cruz does a lot. He does some, like, TV work as well. He does a lot of commentary now. He hasn't fought since 2016. Oh, okay, so it's been a little, you know, a little it's hiatus. It's been a while. Four but years. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, at one point in time, he was, like, the bantamweight in the world. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see him come back. And then you got the big guy, Francis Ngannou, fighting Rosenstroke, who's Love another – Ngannou. <laughs> yeah, Ngannou's the man. Um, it's going to be great to see him. I know you're – I realize huge... he was there. Oh, yeah, you're, you're a huge Stipe fan, right? Big time. So, I like Ngannou, so, too, though. Oh, I know. But I just remember, like, when, when he fought Stipe, um, Stipe just handled him so well. Remember that? Yeah. And, you know, so that, that, that's exciting. Those are the top three, um, top three fights on the card. It should be really good. There's going to be no fans there, but they've been testing the athletes all week. So it, I'm hoping to buy the pay-per-view um, on Saturday and, and give that a watch for sure. Yeah, the Cruz guy, uh, I saw an interview with him. He said, literally, the only people in the arena – are the fighters apparently yeah there's two and then obviously you need a rep um yeah. but he said as far as like inter- people who are interacting 
um, it, it's completely, completely uh, empty. And I guess they have like tested each of them twice a day for, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, another kind of interesting thing that I heard was it, like just seeing the difference between Dana White is like, I don't care what the people think. We want fights. Like, yeah. I don't care what you think about us taking the tests. Like, we're getting guys in the cage, and they're going to beat each other's faces in. Meanwhile, the NBA and Adam Silver is like, well, I don't know if we're going to come back because the public opinion might not be favorable of if we are taking all the tests from the public. Dana doesn't care. Dana White's attitude. He's just like, come on, man. Dana, Dana's building Fight Island. He's getting ready to get all these guys to, yeah. to go to an island and, and square off. He doesn't care. He, he wants entertainment, and he wants sports. He wants the fight world back. So I'm, I'm excited for it. I am a big Stipe Miocic fan so much that after that Francis fight – I bought a Stipe shirt off the That's website. Right. It came and it was like two sizes too small. So I actually gave it to our special guest from last Thursday, Graham. I don't know if he's ever worn it or not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in like a lot of this, we can have a UFC episode another time, but I don't like yeah. Dana a lot of times because of how he treats Stipe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I love what he's been doing. I uh, just like well, well, handling, you know, the, the reins through this crisis. It, it's a shame because Stipe is arguably the greatest heavyweight of all time. Uh, and I mean, he's an Ohio guy. He's, he's still a firefighter. I mean, you know, he's, <laughs> he's the man. And look forward to seeing when he comes back. I'm not, not sure when that's going to happen. I know he's going to be fighting Daniel Cormier for a third time. They're one and one versus each other. But he mm -hmm. said he wants, a full, he wants a full camp to prepare, which you can't blame him. And right now he doesn't have access to a cage or anything. So that's on. He got, he got poked in the eye. It's the only reason he lost it. Uh, Cormier the first time, or not Cormier? The uh, yeah, he lost. He lost Cormier. Cormier. Cormier sorry, I was yeah. switching my names up. I don't hey, know. You got the thumb in the eye. But Cormier is an animal, man. I mean, you know, but but he he got him a second time, and and uh, that that was a great fight. But I'm I'm looking forward to that this weekend, UFC 249. Yeah, we'll do a little recap maybe on that on Monday and uh, yeah. mix that in. I know you know you're a lot bigger UFC fan than I am, but it, it's something I dabble in. Um, so uh, definitely love to get some of that content going too. Nice. Awesome. Um, that, that pretty much wraps up uh, news and notes. Yeah. Uh, switching up to our Thursday segment, sexy, not sexy. Um, I'll let you start this one off too, Jeff. So, so for my sexy, um, something that's been going on around, I'm not sure if they have it down, down, down by you, but there's been a lot of flyovers with like fighter jets. Hmm. And, uh, not that I've noticed here. Yeah. Okay. So, so we had, we had one in Ohio and Kentucky for the front, for the frontline workers, just kind of honoring them. It's just cool to see. I mean, have you ever been at a sporting event where it's an open stadium and they do the flyover after they sing, you know, the national anthem, get ready for the game? It's always really cool, really cool to see. So they're doing that, and I, I think that's cool. And I did have another one just real quick. I don't know if you saw. I think it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Manning, Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods are going to face Brady and Mickelson in a, in a tournament. So I'm glad you mentioned that because I remember I saw that and I put that in my memory bank, and I was like, bring this up on Thursday. And I completely forgot until you just yeah. said it. So great job on that. Um, <laughs> I did see it. And you probably saw the, the little exchange. Uh, so they have Tiger and Manning and Brady and Phil. They're yeah. all on the street with, uh, I think it was Rich Eisen. Uh, they yeah. were, like, basically talking about it, you know, promoting it because it's, it's for charity, et cetera. And Manning was kind of digging into Tom. Did you see this exchange at yeah. all? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's awesome. It, I mean, it, I it's just I, I put it as, I put it in my sexy just because that's what we need right now. You know, 100%. they're, they're so sports. good on camera. They're so good together. Exactly. You can tell they don't really hate each other, which is kind yeah. of surprising. Um, 
I mean, I yeah, know. I get that. I mean, they, I guarantee you when they were playing, there was probably some animosity, just even if they didn't show it. But, you know, Manning's retired. They're both two of the all-time greats, obviously. And, um, I mean, it'll be fun. And the same with Woods and Mickelson. But they still compete. I mean, they did that, yeah. they did that one tournament earlier. What was that, last year? When it was just one-on-one that Phil beat Tiger? Yeah, I think if Tiger hadn't had that whole, like, his career fall apart for 10 years, Phil probably wouldn't be so, like, cool with him. Yeah. Because um, Tiger owned him until, yeah. you know, everything fell apart and, and Phil kind of came into his own. True. Um, True. I kind of think it's the same way, too, with Tiger or with uh, Brady and Manning. It's probably a good thing that uh, Manning is the one who ended up losing because I bet Tom wouldn't be so, like, receptive if he was the one with the losing record to Manning. Like, if, That's if, a good point. Was, if he was on the other side of the table, I don't think his smile would be quite as wide at those jokes. I think that's um, a good point. Yeah, but, I, I, I've, I've never really thought about that. He's kind of more of a – he's more of like the cold-blooded – you might – you know, he, he might not – not that Peyton – obviously he's an all-time competitor, but like, you know, Peyton's, Peyton's sponsors are, are, you know, Papa John's and, and, and Buick and Tom Brady's are uh, – His like, own brand, TV. His own, his own brand <laughs> and, like, and like Aston Martins and everything, and everything like that. Peyton just kind of wow. seems like a happier, fun, you know, more, more fun type guy, right? For sure, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I think winning helps Tom be a nice guy. Yeah, I I, I can I, I can see that. I can see that. Well, cool. What 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 about you? What's your sexy of the week? Um, so this switching gears a little bit. So I was watching some documentaries. Um, if if you guys know me personally, you know I'm a, I'm a history lover, and um, one of my uh, YouTube channels that I like to follow is called History Time. I mean, something I actually didn't mention. If if you're a fan of our podcast, you can check us out on YouTube at the Jungle Pod. Uh, or the Jungle Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at the Jungle Pod. Forgot to get us and get that into the front end. Nice plug there. So I was watching uh, History Time on uh, YouTube, one of my favorite channels, and um, the the episode was the history of people in New Zealand. So the Polynesians, you know, basically traveled from Southeast Asia thousands of years ago, inhabited all of the Southeast Asian islands. The last major land mass. Um, that wasn't inhabited till people until about the estimates are the 12 to 1300s um, was New Zealand. And the Polynesians that uh, came to New Zealand and, and inhabited it were called the Maori people. The sexy piece of this was shocking to me. So you can go, go watch the episode and, and you can you know, fact check this all you want, but it blew my mind. So there were no large mammals in New Zealand prior to basically 1300 when you know the maori brought like dogs and stuff with them in their boats there were two birds the one was called the moa this thing was 12 feet tall 500 pounds 12 feet tall 500 pound bird think it's like a massive but bigger that was so that was like the big land uh uh, not mammal because it's a bird but like the big land kind of predator (laughs) um and then even cooler than that and this is 800 years ago. This isn't like thousands of years ago. Right. There was a huge eagle called the Hast Eagle. It was like twice the size of our bald eagle, big enough to eat a 500-pound bird. And in the Maori, like, legends, these, like, these birds would prey on people, eagles, preying on people. I thought that was the coolest thing. <laughs> that, is cool. like, that is cool. That is cool. But, I mean, but the, the I, I don't check this stuff like in so many different ways before I was like, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and, and push this. Um, long story short, so these birds, the moa and the hast, they uh, basically the the Maori hunted them out like of existence, okay. 
um, and they both went extinct around 1400. But the sexy was that the fact that the moa and the hast um, existed and that the hast eagle preyed on human beings. Uh, the not sexy was the fact that they are no longer around. Oh, um, so, you had, so, so you did your not sexy in that also? Oh, yeah. Okay, I like yeah. that. I like that. So my, 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 my not sexy, that, I'm, I'm going to have to check out that ex episode for sure. That's awesome. Um, so my not sexy is actually bringing it back to the UFC. Because um, I wanted to mention <laughs> this. I didn't want to mention it earlier. But when you look at the main card this weekend on such a stacked card, the, last, the first fight of the main card is Greg Hardy versus Jorgon DeCastro. Okay, you remember Greg, Greg Hardy, football player, right? Yeah. Below him on the prelims is Anthony Pettis versus Donald Cerrone, Alexi Olenek versus Fabricio Verdum, Carlos Sparza versus Michelle Waterson, and Uriah Hall versus Jacare Souza. You have le legit, out of, that, out of those eight people I just mentioned, six or seven possible Hall of Famers, a couple former title holders, former champions are now in the prelims below Greg Hardy, who's fighting first on the main card. I think that's absurd, and it pisses me off because the last three times we've watched Greg Hardy fight, it's been completely anticlimactic. He, they put him in there against some guy, almost looks like, you know, who is he fighting right here? Yeah. I mean, Greg Hardy's a former professional athlete. He's going be, to be able to do something here, right? right? And it, it's just, it, it blows my mind that these guys aren't pissed off about this and Greg Hardy is the first fight on the main card and these other guys on the prelims. That's, that's me. The, that's, the Dana, that's the bad side of Dana White. You know yep. why he does it? It's because people Money. know who Greg Hardy is. And he gets yeah, eyeballs, and they're going to tune in because they want to see Greg Hardy right off the bat. Right. And then they have a higher chance of staying for the other guys that are world-class fighters, I completely agree. but they don't have the name value. I completely agree. I just don't like it as a fight fan. I, I, think, I think it's absurd and extremely disrespectful for those guys that are on the uh, prelims. I wholeheartedly agree. I didn't realize yeah. that that many big names were fighting on Saturday. Huge. It's, I mean, it's, it's yeah. the biggest card in a long time. Long time. Wow. So, well, yeah. we'll have to tune in, and, uh, yeah, we'll do some fight recaps, I think, for sure, then. Like, yeah. I didn't that realize sounds good. it was quite that large. That sounds good. Cool. Awesome. Cool. So, I guess, uh, transitioning to the biggest news of the week and the reason that we're yep. doing this on a Friday, um, last night the NFL schedules came out. Um, Bengals had one of the easiest – in the in the league, which was great to see. Um, it, a, a couple of interesting things that I want to point out. First of them, New England had the hardest. Right. You're crazy. If you don't think that's on purpose, the league is punishing New England because they've had a long, long problem with New England, obviously, you know, Dominating. all these different things. Yep. They hate, they hate New England. Yeah. And now that Tom's gone. It's not a coincidence that they gave him the hardest schedule because they want to stick it to him. I still think that the, I still think they're going to be better than people think. I, I think so too. We'll talk about our predictions. For the it, and, we'll, and we'll talk about it. It's Bill Belichick until the season starts and I start to see them slip and go on a losing streak or whatever. There's no way that I can, I can still count them out. They're still pretty high on Jared Siddham. They didn't draft a quarterback for a reason. They haven't picked up Cam Newton for a reason. They didn't take Andy Dalton for a reason. Bill Belichick and that staff are very, very smart. They're the best at finding talent in kind of odd places, right? So, yeah. you know, so I, I think they'll be better. But that's interesting that they do have, yeah, the hardest. I think that's you're the right. the first that's thing I thought. I was like, that's not a coincidence. On the flip side, Tampa Bay has five primetime games. Most, but yeah, the most allowed and, and the most, if their franchise has ever had, they have three in a row. Yeah. 
it's well they have five and then if you look at their schedule there's other ones that are basically like tbd so like, they, 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 you no, never we'll know probably bump, we'll probably bump that one up you know what i mean right. like the fact right. the Bengals. if you look at the Bengals, it's like one o'clock one o'clock like they have the time slot in they the Bengals have i think they have one time night those guys. I, yeah. I i agree i mean the, dude they, they 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 can't wait for the bucks also, the NFL want them to do well because there's some, it's like an initiative to where there's a, no team has ever played the Super Bowl in their own town. Is it in Tampa? And it's in Tampa this year. Oh, man. Oh, Gronk's, Gronk's back. They had a fantastic draft. I mean, I, it, and we'll talk about that, obviously, and we'll do NFC you know, next on Monday, but um, they're set up for some pretty big success. What, what I also th- thought was interesting, this doesn't get a lot of like, chatter about it, but the Ravens, travel the least amount out of anyone yeah they have the easiest schedule yeah so so the ravens they're not traveling i mean their team is already so stacked they got better i think they're going to be really really good and then i i the nfl does that i think irritates like yeah yeah but you know it's obvious they're they're pushing lamar jackson they're pushing the young like exciting it's just so scripted sometimes it's like make it make it a little less obvious just so it's not like so in your face well, look, look where the Bucs are week one. They're in New Orleans playing Drew Brees. Yeah. <laughs> First time ever two 40-year-old quarterbacks are opening weekend. You know what else it is? I, saw, I looked into this game, too, because that's the opener, right? Yeah. Um, Brady has been a regular season favorite for 74 regular season games in a row. Wow. Until now. 74 wow. in a row. It's absurd. Um, they're not this, uh, this game. They're actually uh, the Saints are the favorite, I think, by like three or four points. And, and, and so, and you know, so yeah, I think the Saints should be the favorite of that game. The Saints week two, which I also put down, is interesting. They're at the brand new Las Vegas Raiders Stadium. It's the first game in Raiders Stadium week two. Saints at Raiders. So I'm, I'm excited to see that there. I hope people can be there. Like, I hope people how, can be there too. But it's going to be cool. things like check well, out you the seen new franchise. That? That's <laughs> true. Like, but I mean, have, have you seen a picture of the stadium? It looks incredible. It's freaking. Uh, what's the runner's name? Horrible haircut. Yeah, it's Davis. It's like him, like, eating a corn dog by himself in the box, <laughs> you know? Hey, man, li- live it up. You own the team. Do, do whatever you want. They'll, they'll, figure, they'll, they'll figure out some way to make that, to make that, uh, make that interesting. Going, going back to Baltimore, you know, they open up with the Browns, which is going to be really interesting. Those are two teams that both got really good in the draft, like, better in the draft. Um, and, and so, hopefully – I'm not a Ravens fan. I'm not a Browns fan. I hope Baltimore wins that game because I'm more of a less of a Cleveland fan. But um, that's, that's going to be an interesting game. One that really jumped out, there's a Christmas Day game. For the first time ever, we have oh, a yeah. game on Christmas Day. It's at 4.30. It's Vikings at Saints. Great game. Why the NFL hasn't done this before? Like, the biggest day on the NBA calendar is Christmas Day because they have, like, eight games and – they got rid of the great, like, candy cane font they used to have, like that, like, yeah. St. Nick style, you know, or whatever that was called. <laughs> um, they got rid of that. I don't know why. But, anyways, football is, is going to – they should throw, like, three games on. They need to make it the same as Thanksgiving, just bigger. Just steal the spotlight. Well, why not? Uh, why not? Expe- doing that finally. Ex- especially this year. I love Thanksgiving football. And then, I mean, Christmas, you're looking at almost the same schedule most fam- a lot of families have, right? You're around. Everyone wants to have something they on. They don't care about their family time. They do it on freaking Thanksgiving. Like, No, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like your family's yeah. all around. Put some football on TV. Oh, right? okay. I thought you were saying they were, like, respecting the, no, the families no, no, no. and the players. No, no I'm saying, I'm <laughs> saying every, everyone's, everyone's around anyways. Thanksgiving, right. do the same thing for Christmas. Put football on TV. 
every day of the year. That's what I say. Every, dude, dude, let's <laughs> let's play 365 days a year. I'm with you. Any yeah. any other games pop out to you? Um, not singular games. I just wrote Monday Night Football schedule stinks and Thursday Night Football is better. Yeah. Monday Night Football, like they had the, but Thursday the Night Bears. Sucks. It it does. It's you're right. It's worst quality football. It's always lower scoring. As far as like in, like entertainment value, it's the worst because they have no time to prepare. Um, yeah. But the Monday night, the Thursday night matchups, I think are better. Monday night football matchups, like there's a couple that are good, um, but like the Patriots are on there with Jarrett Stidham. The Bears <laughs> are on there with like who the frick knows who. Either going to be Nick Foles or Mr. Bisky. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. that's. So you're telling me a quarter of the whole season on Monday night, which is the biggest one, I don't even want to watch, really? Like, No, I agree. I agree. To me. I, they're probably it's trying. Not, to get... it, oh, let me finish. It's not like the Patriots are playing, like, a good team. They're playing the right. Jets. They're also playing the Bills, which will be okay. But they're playing the Jets. And who knows what, what New England is at the, you know, week right. 17, now, now, and they're playing the Bills. It's it's got to be it's it's got to be an initiative to make Thursday more interesting. I mean, how many times how much have have they been in a battle of players hating Thursday night games, fans hating night Thursday hating Thursday night games? You know what I mean? So they're they're trying to blow that up and, and obviously make it a better schedule. I just off the cuff hypothesis: Why who wants Thursday night? What what network is that? What well, it's, it's NFL, NFL network, network is Thursday yeah. night. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Well, cool. Well, I mean, no, I, I don't really have any other – I mean, there's a couple, obviously, big games. Um, well, it's a bunch of them, but, you know, going into it. I did write down week 17 in the NFC West is Seahawks at Niners. And with the new playoff format, both of those teams are poised to have another really good year. With the new playoff format, the number one seed means more than anything. So you're going to be looking at teams that aren't going to want to be, you know, sitting their players because they want that number one seed because they get the buy. Number two doesn't get it anymore. You know, I like that. so that, that I think that could be a really big game week 17. I like that a lot. Yeah, I didn't even put that together, but um, they're totally trying to get rid of tanking. That's, that's, a, that's a great thing to see. And it's also yeah. awesome. Like some teams going to be like gun for it and end up yeah. two and be pissed. Yeah. Good. And you still got to play like a couple squad. Right. Um, right. So do we want to go through the, the Bengals schedule? Let's, Let's go to the Bengals. Yeah. Just based off of – there are a lot of really interesting ones. I think the Bengals schedule is great. Um, we have one of the easier schedules. Obviously, it's not like – when I, like, complain about the Patriots have the hardest and the Ravens have the easiest, they do it by division. I just don't think it's quite as random how they did it. Um, I, I do think they do throw in some of the non-conference games. But, like, in general, um, the Bengals have one of the easier ones, granted it's the yeah. NFL. Um, so it's never really but, easy. It, it, but Vegas has them at five and a half right now yeah. for, for, for wins. Um, we'll go through it. So week one, Chargers come to town. Who knows if Herbert's going to be Herbert. starting. Yeah, you he's think he's going to be starting? Start. Tyrod Taylor. Probably Tyrod, yeah. which is such an easy way out for them. It is. Um, Man, I really hope we it's can smart, win though. that one. Like, I, put, I, I, I think the Bengals win that game. I worry because Burrow, like Burrow's not even in Cincinnati. He's living in his parents' basement right now. Like, <laughs> I, I understand like you can communicate over Zoom like we are right now, but yeah. how much can he really absorb? When are they going to be running like walkthroughs? Like, I just think it's always a steep learning curve for a rookie quarterback. It is. It's especially steep when you can't meet with people in person and you can't 
throw the ball to somebody. You know what I mean? Like, it, I think there might be a, a little bit slower momentum building uh, so, with so do you, so, so, some of the rookies and other seasons that have gone by. So do you have the Chargers winning that game? Um, that game, that's like that's one of the hard ones for me. I had the I had the Bengals winning. Okay. Let me answer the question. But it's it's coin flip. I mean, that's tough. the Chargers made the playoffs last year. The Bengals were the number one overall seed. Chargers didn't make the playoffs last year, didn't they? No, they're six and ten. Oh, okay. Well, I must have looked the wrong year when I was looking that up. <laughs> but uh, they made it in the past two years. So yeah, they, they, they were a big disappointment <laughs> last year. I mean, they, they, they were yeah, poised right, for a right, really big they were position year. to get Herbert. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, then, and, then, and then, then, then Bengals go at Browns, at Eagles. I think loss, loss there. I think it's him squeaking one. I mean, they're both on the road. Uh, I think they gave him a cupcake. I think they were nice out the gate. Um, yeah. And then the Browns, like, kind of see that as a coin flip too. I don't see us beating the Eagles, but uh, I I agree that the Browns is a coin flip, but but I think they're going to come out hot this year, and then I think that they're going to really fizzle out. Do so you think anything? You think one in three? I I mean, I think if I you think come, one, one in one three out of those first three, you're probably doing all right. Well, yeah, you win one out of those first happy. three, so we'd be one and two going going in, and then the and then the Jags come to town, and and I think the Jags are going to be the worst team in football. I think that's a win. You better beat the Jags. You better win that game. Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew comes in just slinging ropes. <laughs> uh, that'd be hey man, Minshew Minch, mania, and then you, you go. Hope it's not Cam Newton. Yeah, hey, that's true. You're right about that. You're right about that. Because, but I mean, if if you're two and two at that point in time, then you're going. Then we're going back on the road for another little road trip. You got at Ravens, at Colts. Ravens, we're not winning. Colts, nope. and I think we're. I, I don't think it's being the Colts either. I, I think so. I, I would. I would put coming out of week six, two and four for the Bengals, coming home, Browns coming to town, and then you get the win against the Browns. I think a lot of this, honestly, like we know the Bengals' defense will be better. It's, it's got to be better. Yep. Offense line should be better. That's, that's what it's really, you know, that's like the, the thing for me. If the offensive line can come together, I think a game like the Colts can be winnable. Yep. If yep. we can't score, because they're going to score, if we can't score, that's a loss. Right, right. So then, all right. So then, so, so then you, you, the Browns come to town, and then Titans come to town. Uh, so here's how I feel about the Browns. I think we can split with them. Me too. I think we split. We're not beating the Titans. I think if most real, I, I put a know, loss also. Out of these first eight, I think if you can get two, uh, maybe three wins out of that, you're you're about where I expect. I think the Bengals come out of that three and five, and then they got to go to the Steelers and they lose that game. Steelers, then that's assuming Big Ben's healthy. Like, who knows? I think the Steelers are going to be good this year. An injury yet, but I know, but I, I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be pretty good this year. I think it helps us that I do too. I think it helps us we play them in the latter half. It does. And we're it not does. coming right out the gate with with those guys. And we go there first, so later on in the year they come. They you know they come to Cincy, which I think right. is nice. Right. I think that's nice. Yeah. And then, and then you go to the Redskins. I think that's a win. I don't think they're going to be very good. So there's some interesting storylines, like the Justin Herbert, if he plays. Obviously, the two attack of Aloha, um, just for the, the, you know, the sake that they were compared against each other a lot for the draft process. But the Redskins have Dwayne Haskins, and Dwayne Haskins beat out Joe. I think that's going to be just as big as the other storylines in, like, like, QB comparison. Like, Dwayne took his job. Joe left. They're going to be going through all the history books for that one. 
I think Bengals win. Um, but that's going to be one of the most exciting games. It's also great because, um, like, Burrow knows Chase Young. There's going to be so many of those those high school – or the, not those high school. That's true. Days. And same with Sam Hubbard on the Bengals going after Lane Haskins. Um, that's true. That's true. But but remember, uh, remember with, with with Rivera in town, he did he did bring Kyle Allen in. So you don't know that Haskins will be the starter at that point. Yeah, in time. it's true. I think maybe when I'm looking at it, I'm just like hopeful. Yeah, I'm I hope Haskins is. I, I hope yeah. I hope he's a starter at that time, and I think I, I hope Chase Young has an awesome year because I love watching him play. Um, you know, as much as I'm not a big Ohio State guy, I know you're a huge Ohio State. Guy, yeah. um, but I, I love watching Chase Young play. I mean, let's be honest. There's like a twenty percent chance Fitz Magic signs and for some yeah. reason is leaving. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Right? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> it's the so, Redskins. So. Yep. Yep. And then, and then Giants come to town. I think the Giants unfortunately take the Bengals in this game. I hope not. I'm gonna pick the Bengals on that. Um, I don't love Daniel Jones. I I don't know. They're not. They don't. They don't, they don't scare me at all. The Giants are pretty pretty down. We're at home. By that point, you're not a rookie anymore. You know, you're, you're kind of yeah. – you're in the latter half of the season. It's almost December. Um, I'm going to take the Bengals on that. Okay. All right. I'll take the take Bengals one. against the Dolphins down in Miami on the December 6th as well. Definitely take, definitely take the Bengals on that game also because here's the thing. We don't know if two is even going to be playing at all this year. It could still be Fitzmagic down there starting. Yeah. Right. So, and they did get better in the draft, but I mean, they had what, how many picks they had? They had three in the first round. None of them, aside from Tua, were like, whoa, like that's, that's a game breaking pick, mm-hmm. you know, the first. So, um, we'll see. And then, and then we got Cowboys coming to town, Steelers coming to town. So, two classic teams coming to town, Cowboys and Steelers. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, that's a loss, loss. I had them losing out from that point. They, they have their yeah, so, season win so, total for me. I don't see them beating the Cowboys. No chance. They're at home against the Steelers. You better hope someone's hurt because if <laughs> everyone's healthy, they're probably going to beat you. Um, Texans at, you know, in Houston, Texans are going to be loaded. Guess and what? No, I don't think they, like, the, Texans, the Texans won't be loaded. I think, the, I think the Bengals go down there and squeak out a win late think? in the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then they lose. Thinking there, <laughs> and then they lose the lose the lose the Ravens. They end up six and ten. I don't know. I think you know. I realize they don't have the same uh, receiver core, but I think there's enough meat on the bone. And I, I like Deshaun Watson. Uh, I love Deshaun Watson. He, this is like this is his team. There's no more chatter about anything else. Yeah, I think he goes out there and makes plays. But uh, hey, if they can pull off an upset in Houston. Great, I love it. Be awesome, but right? There's hey, look. There's always I'll those put my weird freaking savings on it. Yeah. There's always those weird games, right? Yeah. That, that yeah, you know, whoever squeaks out a win, um, and so. But I think I think it'll be a fun season. I think it'll be better than people think. But I'm still not giving them much more than six wins um, next year. I'm six and ten also. Yeah, yeah. I was looking yeah. at it, so I you know one of the Browns games. I have the Jags. I have the Redskins. I have the uh, Giants and Dolphins. Yeah. Um, outside of those, like, I hope. Stuff. I really hope. Uh, yeah, really hope. New, new quarterbacks never even met a lot of his teammates and, you know, hit the ground running to more than six wins. Like it's, it's a good point. Uh, we'll see. It's a good point. All right, so what, 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 that's what, what, what about – for – sorry, you have more? 
I'll, no, I was going to say, all right, so let's, let's move into the AFC North. What, what, yeah. what's, what, what, are, what are the other three? So we've got Bengals at 6 and 10, both of us. Let's go, let's go bottom up. Um, I have Browns 7 and 9, Steelers 9 and 7, Ravens 12 and 4. The Browns 5 and 11. I think, I think it's going to be a mess just like it was last year. I don't care who your coach is. A lot of the same issues are going to, are going to be there. I think or, uh, Baker Mayfield is going to struggle. It's going to get, you know, there's going to be arguments. I think um, Odell Beckham Jr., he's, you know, he's going to be uh, traded. He's yep. going to be talking to the media, saying things about the coach. He's going to call Baker. Like, there's so many things that can go wrong with that team. And I don't like Baker, so screw him. <laughs> for them. I have the Bengals 6 and 10. I have the Steelers uh, making the wild card. Um, I have them 9 and 7. Same. I have the Ravens as one of the top teams in the AFC at 13 and three. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so I, I had them at 12 and four. Um, but I could definitely see 13 and three. I could see 14 and two again, just like last year. Right. right. But uh, I put them at 12 and four. So I have Ravens and Steelers making the playoffs out of that, um, out of the AFC North. Um, wh wh where do you want to go next? I have that as well. Um, well. Why don't you say what seed? So you have the Ravens as uh, what seed in the playoffs? Well, I'm going to have them as the two, but we haven't gotten to the one yet. So, right, yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. All right, fair. Let's do yeah. the uh, – so, we did the north. Let's do the south. Yeah, so south. Um, go ahead. Why don't you start this time? I'm from the bottom up. Uh, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. As of right now, I put them at 1-15. I think that's 1-15. Respect. That's the uh, – <laughs> I think that's your number one overall pick team next year to win the Trevor Lawrence Derby. Um which is a whole other thing. Like, the thought of them having a talent like Trevor Lawrence would be so exciting. Yeah, um, it would be. I know the NFL would love that because, like, they're always sending the Jaguars in London. Like, they're trying to promote them. You know they'd, they'd run with that, having a yeah. quarterback. Um, neither here nor there. The Colts, I have Phillip coming in, getting them to 8-8, eight and eight, even 500 really? for the Colts. I think they have more talent. The defense has improved, 8-8. Um, eight and eight. The Texans, I have it 10-6. and six. And I have the Titans at ten and six as well. So interesting there. We got we have, definitely have some different difference in opinions in, uh, <laughs> on the AFC South, um, except for the Jags. I, I think they're the bottom of the league. Um, I have three and thirteen for the Jags. Um, I have Titans. You have two more wins than me. That's two, yeah, two more. I, I I have Titan. I have Titans regressing and going seven and nine. Yeah, I I, I just. And I could, they could, they could come out and go twelve and four. I don't know. It, like they had an unbelievable run at the end of, end of last year. I don't think the Tannehill signing, as much as I am a fan of him, but to make him that high of a paying paid quarterback, um, I don't necessarily know if he's a franchise quarterback, right? But he was a great filler last year and ended up obviously having a good year. Then I have Texans eight and eight because I don't think they're going to be as good as people think. And I have Colts winning the division. Wow. At nine and seven. Wow. And you have it's muddled. I so to be fair, we have different order, but I have ten wins, ten wins, eight wins. You have what? Nine, eight, eight. Nine, eight, seven, three. Nine, eight, seven. Okay. So yeah. neither neither one of us thinks uh, there's like a team in this division that's like the class of the AFC. No, the South. Um, the, I think the South has been like that forever. You Here's the thing. I believe I'm such a huge Vrabel fan. I like he had them in the championship game. Yeah. Like, and, I mean, look, they beat the Patriots was, and the Ravens. And I think there's something to be said. Like, when you take a team that, you know, they squeaked in and then they start believing, I think that kind of momentum is powerful. Um, I have them as my eventual three seed. In the, well, Steve, the, 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 reason why the, 
the reason why I put him there is as much as I love Derrick Henry, and I, and I really, really do, as of as like recently, some running backs will have a really, really great year. DeMarco Murray, right, had an amazing year. And then he goes to um, – where, where was he after Dallas? He went – it doesn't matter. Yeah, that doesn't does matter. And so – and then nothing – you never hear of him. Running games nowadays – with a quarterback that doesn't put up crazy numbers. I mean, I think, I think Tannehill might've been under hundred yards, like all through the playoffs last year. Don't win a lot of games anymore in the NFL, except when they first start to do it. And then it fizzles out other teams, other teams can start to play around it. If you're very one dimensional around Derrick Henry is. Yeah, there's great as he is. I, I think they're. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, Lost you for a second. You there? Technical yep. difficulty. We're back. A little technical we're, difficulty, but, so, you're back, but, yeah. but but yeah, you heard you heard, you heard my piece on on the Titans though. Yeah. Um, one thing I didn't agree with. You said I you never hear about Demarco Murray anymore. He's your starting. Uh, he's your running back coach at University of Oklahoma right now. Well, that's pretty cool. Hey, good you for that. Him. Yeah, I I just learned no. that the Buckeyes were recruiting some running back and. Um, they said Coach uh, Demarco Murray in like the article, and I looked it up. I'm like, holy crap, good for him! Like, that's a yeah, that's awesome. That's Oklahoma that's awesome. running back coach, like that's a great one. Um, that is a great one. That is a great. Yeah, one. We'll be that'll be interesting. The, the South will be real interesting. How about the? Uh, let's start with the East. You want to start with the East? Um, yeah, let's do the so East. going from going from bottom up, I have the Dolphins at six and ten. Uh, keep going. Keep going. Jets. Oh, Jets at seven and nine. Okay. Pats at nine and seven, Bills ten and six. Okay, pretty similar. Same order, different records. I have the okay. Dolphins at three and thirteen. Okay, I think two is. There's so many things that can go wrong. Um, I like to, uh, but he, like, is he even going to play? What's going to be going on? Who knows? I don't think that. I have I have met six and ten with 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 that uncertainty. Not even necessarily no. I still think they got better. And towards the end of the last they year, they lost Laramie Tunsil. Like their their line got worse. Laramie's been 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 in, you know in Houston though. Yeah. All right. I don't know. We'll see. You have three. Yeah. I have six. Or vice versa. I have three. You have yeah. six. Switch we'll it on that one. What um, about Jets, Jets, Patriots, Bills? Jets, I have at six and ten. Okay. I don't think they're very good. The Bills, I have at nine and seven. I think it's going to be tougher than people think. It, the division's playing a tough schedule. Yeah. Now, there's no more this like, oh, it's the Bills. Like, people know they're legit, and yeah. they're going to prepare for you like you're legit. Yeah. Um, I have the Pats at 9-7. and seven. Like, a lot of the talking heads, like Cowherd, like we always share his stuff. You know, they're picking him not to make the playoffs. I just think it's just stupid to write off Bill Belichick. Like, how many times have people done that? And you, like, just look at his track record. Even yeah. we didn't have Tom, he wins. You know, I don't know who Jarrett Stidham is, but apparently Bill Belichick thinks he's good enough. Hey, man, he, play, he played big-time college football. Hey, look, he played at Auburn. He won some really big games. I think he beat Georgia, beat Alabama. I mean, he's played against, obviously, NFL guys. Uh, I think they're going to be – like I said, we talked about it earlier. I think it'll be better people think. So, yeah. All right, so All right moving to the West. AFC West. 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 Um, go ahead. You, you, do, you start first here. I'll start off. I have the Chargers coming in at 4-12. and 12. Okay. I think uh, they got worse by getting rid of Rivers, not better. Um, I have the Raiders coming in at a clean eight and eight. Okay. I have the Broncos at a clean eight and eight. And then at the top of the division, I have the class of the AFC, 
number one seed, the Chiefs, at 14-2. and two. Okay, so actually pretty similar here, um, except in the middle. Chargers, I think, bring, bring up the rear, but I think they go 5-11. and 11. Okay. So still, still, still getting worse than, game, than they were yeah. last year. Yeah. And then um, I actually had Broncos 9-7, and seven, Raiders 9-7, and seven, but the Raiders skipping them and taking it and actually making the wild card. And then Chiefs, I had same as you, 14-2. and two. Yeah, I like that. So um, we did rank these, right? We, we did them, yep. hey, here's your one seed, two, three, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven seeds now in the, AF, or in the uh, playoff format. Don't forget that at home. Right. Um, so you want me to start or you want to start off with uh, your, your AFC playoff predictions here? I, I can go ahead. I mean, if, if you want me to I'll, – I'll run through the wild card, then we'll take them to you. Give me your two versus seven. So my two versus seven is Raiders at, at Ravens. Raiders at Ravens. And who, who do you have coming out on that? Ravens coming out of it. So I had Ravens Colts. And I had the Ravens coming out. Okay, there you go. There you go. What about what about the second one? What about the six versus three? For the three versus uh, six, and let me give you my one through seven, just so we're clear on who I have. So number one, Chiefs. Two Ravens. Three Titans. Four Bills. Five Texans. Six Steelers. Seven Colts. Okay. For three versus six, I have the Titans versus the Steelers, and I have the Titans beating the Steelers to advance. So, so interesting. I have Steelers six playing the Bills three and Steelers beating the Bills. Ooh, okay. So you're, you're high on the Steelers this year. Uh, for some reason, I don't, I'm obviously not a Steelers fan. It's just, I know Big Ben's going to come back. And, and who knows if it's going to be, you know, the, obviously the old Big Ben, but I think this is going to be his last season, most likely. He's going to want to go out with a bang. They have a great offensive line, their defense has gotten a lot better. Um, you know, T.J. Watt, Mika Fitzpatrick back there. And the running backs were pretty good. So, um, I mean, we'll see. The biggest problem I had with – I, I think I agree with all your points. The biggest problem with that is they were playing the Titans, and I'm real high on the Titans. Or else yeah, I would right. have had them advancing over some of the other teams you said, like the Bills, I probably have them advancing. Yeah. I have the Bills yeah. as my four playing the okay. five-seed Texans. I have the Texans taking, uh, taking them out. I know that you're not going to agree with that one. Well, I don't even have, I don't even have the Texans. Is the playoffs? So I, I had, I, yeah, I, I had, I had five Patriots playing four Colts, but four Colts beating the Patriots, beating the Pats. Okay, yep, and that's where I the Patriots run. Haven't seen the Colts over the Patriots in a while. Exactly. Probably, I don't know, 10, 12 years, fifteen years. I think, I, I think Rivers gets finally gets a little bit of shot, a little bit of window here. They, they got better. They got a lot better, I, I would say. And he gets a little bit of shot in the playoffs. I don't think it goes far, which we'll get into right here. But I think, but I think he does get that big. Can you win. imagine if Philip Rivers beat Bill Belichick in the playoffs? It'd be awesome. First time, first time for everything, right? Yep, yep. So okay, so and then we, and then so, so I assume obviously we both have the Chiefs. They have the bye. Yeah. So I have um, so for the the one versus lowest, which in this case yep. the five, I have the Chiefs Chiefs over the Texans. Okay, I have Chiefs over the Steelers, six seed. Okay, and then uh, on the other side, I have Ravens versus Titans, and I have the Ravens coming out. Over so it looks like our, 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 our AFC championship game is going to be the same. I have Ravens playing four Colts, Ravens coming out, um, which leads for the Chiefs versus Ravens at Chiefs for the AFC championship. And who do you have winning? I have Chiefs win. I have the Chiefs winning too. Yeah, I, 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 I think they got everything. better. They got everything. Yeah. They have everything. They got better. I love – like we talked about it when we talked about the draft. Um, that The 32nd pick, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire pick, um, I thought was awesome. I think yep. he's going to be like a Brian Westbrook guy just back with Andy Reid. And their offense is just ridiculous. Patrick Mahomes is absurd. 
Um, I think Patrick Mahomes ends up winning, wins, winning the MVP this year. And we, we'll go into it next year. I mean, next week. But um, I, it's going to be hard for me to find an NFC team that I think is going to beat the Chiefs. And I think we might see another repeat. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is going to be that fantasy guy that someone gets him in the fifth round and he turns out to be like your third overall back. Exactly. He's, oh man. Can, exactly. Like, there aren't many better fits than that. He's, and, Sam, uh, and Sammy Watkins is coming back. I mean, he, yeah. he signed that one more year deal. So, I mean, dude, they're, yeah, they're, loaded. they're loaded. Yeah, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. I just picked him for the Super Bowl, so I better. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, cool, man. So that, so that, that, I mean, that, that wraps up the AFC playoff picture. It'll be interesting to see the NFC. I think the NFC is a little bit more interesting also. I think um, it is too. Yeah. There's but, some of the power shifted. Obviously, whenever time you have, whenever you have Brady and Bronx, which one or the other, like it's going to you know shake stuff up. Well, that whole and division. We'll talk. Let's talk. Let's say, save NFC for Monday. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll we'll go save on it. for another half hour at that alone, I'm sure. Yeah. Exactly. But um, well, hey, all right, man. Let's let's uh, let's wrap it up. I think um, that was a good recap there. So just to recap it, um, AFC playoff picture: seven seed Ravens, six seed Steelers, five seed Patriots, four seed Colts, Bills three, Ravens two, Chiefs one. Ravens and Chiefs playing AFC Championship game. Chiefs win and going to the Super Bowl for me. Good stuff. Uh, for myself, seven seed Colts, six seed Steelers, five seed Texans, four Bills, three Titans, two Ravens. One Chiefs, and uh, same as you, Jeff, I have the Chiefs over the Ravens in the AFC Championship game. Awesome, man. Well, it's, uh, it's another episode of the Jungle Podcast. Um, find us online. We put all our – like, usually we'll put our lists up or whatever the heck we're doing that week. You know, it could be a draft or whatever it might be on Twitter, um, at the Real Jungle – or at the Jungle Pod. Can't even think of our freaking tags anymore. <laughs> um, go ahead and vote. Let us know what you think. And uh, I guess uh, – Monday, we'll cover the NFC. We'll cover some UFC. And uh, anything else you want to add, Jeff? No, man, we'll do that. Go through news and notes. And uh, we got a, we got some kudos coming on Monday. So it's going to be a good time. All right. Yeah, man. Good deal. We'll have a, a All good right, buddy. Talk to yeah, you, you too. See you. Yeah.